Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of RGBA and our podcast with me, Brian Piana. This week, I want to talk about understanding your audience. So real quick, before we get started talking about audience, uh, a quick introduction into this podcast. This is the first episode of a new weekly series that I'm presenting. That's about art, but more specifically, it's about my interaction with art and my observations and, and experiences and adventures with my own art. So hopefully it might be interesting. Hopefully you'll, you'll find some topics that are relatable or you'll have some insight that you want to share. I'll certainly share my insight. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. I do have another podcast called Spill Some Stuff, which you can find at spillsomestuff.com. That is a conversational podcast, uh, more of a long form. About an, each episode is about an hour long, and I sit down with a guest or two and discuss their work or what's of interest to them. And so that will continue. This is not meant to replace that by any means. It is more in addition to. That out of the way, let's talk audience. I don't know how you feel about it, but I've, I'm about 10 years into this, this game. I earned my MFA nine years ago, so I've been making art a little bit before then. And I'm still learning things. What I've come to realize lately is that you know, my audience isn't exactly who I hoped they would be or who I maybe even assumed they would be. And that's come to light in part because of a couple of fundraisers I've recently donated, donated work to. There are two uh, great organizations in town that I support and have supported through donating artwork for their various fundraisers. The first is Diverse Works. You can get information on them at diverseworks.org. They are a really multi-level organization that supports all types of artists, you know, visual artists, performers, dancers, musicians, uh, all forms of creative collaboration and whatnot. And they just moved into new facilities in Midtown at the Match Center. And it's really great. And they have an event every year that's called Luck of the Draw, which is really well done, really fun to participate. And I was first asked to participate as an artist in 2012, which was really exciting. I felt like that was really awesome. Someone thought enough of me to bring me in. And so what they have is artists donate a piece of work. They supply diverse work, supplies a nine by seven piece of paper, and then the artist makes a work on it. And then they provide that to the event. And at the event, the collectors or the, the people that are there, they basically pay $100 for a, a chance uh, to own one of these works. And they have like a ping pong ball hopper and Basically, you wait for your number to get drawn, and once your number gets drawn, then you get to select any of the works that have not yet been chosen. They also have some tiers, so like the first, I believe, 10 or 15 works to be picked are at a much higher rate, which is good for them, great for them. And then afterwards, if you if you spend $100 or you, you donate $100, then you're guaranteed to walk away with a, an exciting piece of work, 9 by 7 on a, on a piece of paper, and that's great. And so I, I usually view these opportunities as a way to make new work, which is exciting. I, I have a full-time job, so I'm not a working artist. So when I have opportunities to make new work, I, I try to jump on them. And certainly little fundraisers like this is a good opportunity for me to work some time in and, you know, kind of get the exercise in, right? Make, make some work, make some painting. I, I, I go through sometimes months between, between work, and so this is always a good exercise in doing that. So I first started doing this in 2012, and my piece didn't sell. 
or wasn't chosen, I should say. And that, that was always a kick in the gut. You know, that's, that's, that's tough because you make the work, you're proud of the work, you donate the work, and then it, it doesn't go home to anyone, which is, which is frustrating. You try to pin it and say, hey, you know what? It's good. I donated to Diverse Works. But at the end of the day, the piece didn't sell. So the piece didn't bring them any additional value. And so in 2012, I struck out. In 2013, my piece was purchased, and I was over the moon. I thought that was so cool because here uh, I had a work of art at Diverse Works, Luck of the Draw. Someone thought enough of it that they purchased it and, and took it home, and that was fantastic. In 2014, I struck out again, and again, it, it felt like a punch in the gut, right? It was just like, ah, oh, man, all this effort. 2015, I, I, I just sat out. I think the ego was was too worn from the bruising and I, I couldn't do it. And then this year in 2016, you know, I had a really good year with some opportunities last year. And I don't know why, but I thought this is, this is the year, right? More people are going to know my name. More people are going to know the type of work I make, which is pretty uh, recognizable at this point. And, and so I did it, you know, I, I spent some time over the course of a week and a week, week and a half uh, in my nights making this painting. And I was really excited by it and proud of it. And it didn't sell. So that brings my four-year total to one set of four years. And that means that I have three pieces probably in a drawer at Diverse Works. And that is kind of humbling to think about, right? And that's total ego crush right now, right? It's just you make the work, you put in the time, the effort for the work. It's made for a very specific function to raise money for Diverse Works, which I, I think is a wonderful opportunity. And the piece didn't do it. Right, the piece didn't sell, and so Diverse Works didn't get any additional value out of the work. It didn't go home to a potential collector, so I didn't get any potential value out of the work. And that's 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 tough. I think it's it's difficult. I think some people will not be bothered by that as much, but for someone that is not cranking out work at a at a very feverish pace, you know, it's it's frustrating for me. On the flip side of that, there's another organization in town, Box 13 Artspace, uh, box13artspace.com. They are a nonprofit, artist-run nonprofit in the east end of Houston. That's where I'm at, Houston, Texas. And, you know, it's they're a great group of people. They're mostly visual artists, and I have strong relationships with many of the people there. I enjoy them very much, and I enjoy their events. I enjoy their exhibitions. I've shown work there. I've had two different times where I've had the opportunity to exhibit there which is different than Diverse Works, right? My, my connection to Diverse Works is pretty much luck of the draw and then being an audience member at their events. I don't have any strong ties with the people at Diverse Works. But at Box 13, I do, and, and I'm happy to donate works there. They're eight years old now, and they just celebrated their eighth anniversary, and they have an annual fundraiser called The Empty Box, and I have participated by donating work to that for the past three or four years. And it's typically set up as a traditional auction, more times than not, where it's, a, it's a, a silent auction. So they have the work, and then they have a sheet next to it, and you can overbid whoever might have bid previously. So not quite the drama of the luck of the draw. And yet my work has done well there, which is nice. So I believe in 2014 I had a piece which sold, and 2015 also had a piece which sold. They had a fall fundraiser in 2015 where artists were challenged to make snow globes, and I did that, and that was super fun, and that sold as well. And then just this past weekend, I, I made a new piece, actually using a, an extra piece of paper that Diverse Works had sent. Uh, I took that as it had been laying around, and I painted a new work 
just uh, exclusively for Box 13. I stuck it in a frame. It looked really, really nice. And I heard it sold. I wasn't able to attend the event, but I heard that there was a bid on it. So unless that got scratched out, I'm going to go into the assumption that it did indeed sell. So for Box 13, I'm, I'm batting 100, which is great. It feels good. I'm super happy to support them and their mission. I'm happy that my work has been able to bring some money to them to help them. And I'm also happy that my work has gone out into other people's homes, which is super exciting for the artist and me. You know, I think that's great. And that's different than what my luck has been at Diverse Work so far. And I think just, just now I'm starting to piece together why that may be, right? Those two organizations have different audiences. Certainly there's, so, there's some overlap, which is fantastic, but also there are differences. And for, for various reasons, my work is not as sought after at Diverse Works as perhaps it is at Box 13. And so, you know, yes, I, I was a bit bitter that my work didn't sell. I was a bit frustrated because all that work it was a lot of work that I put in on some nights to get that painting done, and now it's in a drawer. And so that, that hurts a little bit. I won't lie, it does. But there's something to be said for like, hey, it's, it's done that three out of four times. So, you know, Brian, at some point, you have to sit there and, and take a look, take stock, and say, well, why, why is that? And I think it's because my audience is not, not the Diverse Works audience, right? That we are not overlapping as much as I assumed or hoped we would. And that's important to recognize. It's a little late for me to recognize that, but it's important to recognize. You know, for right now, I've got some, I've got some growing to do for that audience. I have to continue working at what I do and continue to get my work out there and put myself in opportunities to have my work out in the greater Houston community and try to network and, and just try to make myself more visible so that eventually, yes, maybe my work will resonate with the Diverse Works audience like it does, like it seems to at least, with the Box 13 audience. So that's something that I probably should have realized earlier on, but, you know, it's certainly something that I'm realizing now. And for some of you, if you're, if you're working artists, maybe that's something you do think about. Maybe audience is a big part of, of your whole operation, but it's never been one for mine, and, and now it's, it's time I have to really start focusing on that because I... You know, I, I have a finite amount of art I can really make in a given year. And so it's it's kind of disappointing to spend some time on something that ends up not going anywhere, right? So just a lesson learned. I think it's a significant lesson learned. And, you know, I support Box, Box 13. I support Diverse Works. I want both organizations to do well. But I think I'll be of greater benefit to Box 13 in the near future before I'll be able to really consistently provide you know a work that will sell and bring money into diverse works and so that gives me something that i can i can work on something i need to realize anyway those are my thoughts on audience it's something that's been kind of eating away at me uh, <laughs> for a little bit it's in the back of my head for the past week or so and i thought i would just kind of debut the podcast with that if you have thoughts on audience if you have also had struggles with finding your audience if you've had any kind of realizations about your audience you want to share them then please feel free to comment on soundcloud or if you want to get in touch with me directly my email is bpiana at gmail.com so i'd love to hear it and i hope you'll hang around for episode two i'm going to talk about a really amazing opportunity that kind of 
caught me off guard and fell in my lap. And it's going to keep me busy from now until next March. And it's going to be super exciting. And it will kind of be the genesis for what I talk about all summer long. So I talk through process and making the work and decisions that have to be made and research and all these good things I'm looking forward to that I'm going to kind of document using this platform. So I hope you'll stick around for that. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks.